Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Straight to the Apex podcast, it's the Formula One podcast. The guys are all here, talking Formula One. I believe, I believe it's the end of the season, so uh, not sure, but this could be the last Formula One podcast for a little while. Make sure you are tuned in for future Formula One podcasts, and you can do this by clicking the subscribe button. Like, share, subscribe, comment, drop reviews, um, share the podcast around. It's a great way to uh, to build that fan base for these guys, so please do share the podcast around. Anyway, enough from me. Let's hear from these guys. Let's get started. Here we go. This is CookieCast, straight to the apex. Good evening, afternoon, or morning, depending on when and where you're listening. This is Straight to the Apex, episode 25. Um, welcome. My name is T-Dog, and you're jo- I am joined by Mark. Hello. And James. Oh, yeah. Who does sound a little bit under the weather. I Crawled hope off his you're... deathbed, aren't I? Crawled yeah. off his deathbed, that kid. Put a podcast I think under the weather is a, is, a, is a bit of a soft way of saying feels like fucking shit. I mean, I hope I hope your wife is looking after you. Uh, yeah, she she just come back with honey and lemon, sort of fed some, and then she gave me a bowl of ice cream to make me feel a bit better. James, I salute you, sir. Salute wow. you, sir. She's she's a gooder. She's a keeper. Wow. He's a wow. I'm not, I'm not falling for it. Because I know what's going to happen. She'll get it next and she'll be expecting the exact same fucking treatment. Uh, It'll be your fault. It'll be your fault. Yeah, and I'll be that as well. Even though I've already said I'll sleep in the spare room tonight. Oh, well, it's it's no point. I'll probably already have it anyway. You might as well sleep in the same bed as me. So it's already your fault. You did this to me. (laughs) It's a trap. Anyway, Abu Dhabi. Um, What a finale. A little bit less controversial. Compared to last year, Max is the world champion. Um, it was a good finish for Ferrari. Heartbreak for Hamilton. Any initial thoughts? Initial thoughts. James. On the night, I thought boring. In all mm-hmm. honesty. Mm-hmm. I, I fell asleep. Right? I didn't watch it live. We, we was out. Um, we, we put oh. it on a Little into bed, so we had it on from about half seven ish. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep halfway through, and when I woke up, buddy Verstappen was just driving by the fireworks. Well, falling asleep halfway through GP is honestly, you've got to try it, and you it's amazing, isn't it? You kind of oh, no. skip skip the bullshit and then wake up when it's when it's the main event at the end. So. I mean, I have I have watched it again. Um, I watched the last twenty laps just to catch up and make sure I knew what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say it's better than falling asleep four laps in like you did in Australia. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm notorious for it. I'll, I need to work on that for next season. Yeah, but no. Um, boring. Just a, boring. Just a, Mark, what did you think? 
Obviously, not as entertaining as last year. Um, but it was it was all right. It was everything. Everything was done, wasn't it? There was nothing to kind of play for. Normally, the drivers kind of let loose and go for it, and they didn't really do that this year. No, I think it was. You know You're right. Cool. Yeah, it's probably a case of because of last year's race, whatever happened. This we, we said it about the season and last season, the two you can't compare the two in any way. And yeah, I, I suppose really can't compare Abu Dhabi last year to this year. There, there was a lot of uh, repetitions from last season, like Hamilton and Perez and stuff like that. But that was good. Yeah, Kierback is a bitch. That was good. Well, I I, I watched that again today, and. It, I just I just said to Charlie, I said, honest to God, it's almost like um, the mirror opposite of what happened last year. Because obviously, last year, Hamilton was going for it. He overtook Perez in the first DRS spot. And then in the second DRS spot, Perez got it back with shit tyres. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened this year, but with the drivers switched well, around. Yeah. I, I still don't so. think Perez had a... Well, no, I think Perez would have caught Leclerc. But I don't think he'd have caught him as he certainly wouldn't have caught him as quick as Red Bull thought because it was like, oh, you'll get him, you'll get him, you'll get him. And like you say, even Hamilton holding him up slowed him down a little bit. But yeah, I just laughed when it happened because I thought, ha. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, from I didn't think he was ever going to pass him really. And as as the race went on, um, it was clearer and clearer. He wasn't going to pass him. I thought he was just too far back. Um, which led that was the only real end to the race, wasn't it? I'm I'm going to ask you something. Now, I, wa- I was going to wait until we really get into the race in a bit, but we're already on the subject now. And I only thought of it about half an hour ago. And I just said it to Charlie. I just want your thoughts now, because there is going to be people out there that's probably thinking this anyway. But was there a little bit of tactic in there from Mercedes to hold Perez up after what had happened last week with Verstappen? Mm, no. I think you're no because they were the Mercedes were dwindling anyway and it all went to shit in the end of I don't think they were quick enough. I maybe think, in my opinion, that you're overthinking it slightly. That's what my opinion is. I'd, I'd, I think you're just reminiscing, maybe from last I year. And over. I, I don't think it is, but I did have that little bit of a thought. And whenever you have that little bit of a thought, that generally means that there's going to be people out there that believe that. Maybe. Maybe. I mean... If you're listening to the podcast and you and you you think comment, yeah, let us know. Comment, yeah. let us is know. That kind of getting Perez's head, so he's then sitting there thinking, you know what, Max, if you'd have fucking helped me last week, like he was mm-hmm. meant to, have, this could have been a different story. It wouldn't have made much difference, but planting that little seed of doubt, you know, if Perez is a yeah. little bit more fed up, is he going to make it harder for Verstappen next year? It's absolutely fucking clutching, but you know for a fact there's going to be people out there that will be thinking that. I. Mm. I didn't even think of that, James, what you said. And I, I agree with you. I don't think Mayor did. 
kind of do that on purpose. However, I do agree with what you've just said in the second bit of your, your questions last statement. Perez must have been stuck behind Hamilton thinking, if only Max had let me fucking buy like I promised last week, it would have done me, it'd been in a better position this week. But we'll obviously talk about it in qualifying and the race. I don't think Max did Perez any favours in either session this weekend, even though he said he was going to. Yeah. He didn't yeah. help him in qualifying. He could have done what Perez did kind of last year, slowed right down, held Leclerc up and brought Leclerc into Perez's hands like Perez did to Hamilton, bringing him into Max's clutches last year. That's what I'd be seeing as Perez mm. because... Max was just toddling off up front going, well, I'm fucking faster than a lot of, lot of you, so see you later, mate. Yeah, he yeah. was something like 19 seconds faster, wasn't he? 19 yeah. seconds ahead. And he kept saying on the radio, didn't he? Oh, I was Perez doing? I was Perez doing? Like you actually care. Give a fuck. Yeah, I thought that. Like it was the end. He had that like 19 second lead. He was about eight seconds in front of Leclerc. And then he goes, yeah, uh, my tyres are fine. Um, Tell Perez his will last, so tell him just to go full send. I was like, oh, yeah, well played. <laughs> all he's in his head, like, oh, I've done my bit, you know. I told him his tyres will be all right. I did like that Sky were pressing for an answer from Max, Christian, Sergio Perez, and none of them were giving it away. It's all internal. They kept putting this line out that it was all sorted. I honestly don't think, and I'll be interested in what you guys think, I don't think, A, we've heard the last of it, B, we've seen the last of it, or C, I don't think anything was sorted behind closed doors. Because in one interview, Perez said, we didn't talk about it. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, there's a lot of points there, bloody hell. Um, they're all bullshitting to save face. Um, and nobody's Antis, yeah. No, they can't say anything about it because I think it's something has happened in this season um, that they can't talk about. And usually when that happens is they've broke a rule or they've done something they shouldn't have done or somebody has done something they shouldn't have done um, against the rules of the FIA and F1. So they can't talk about it. And it's, it's just pandemonium at Red Bull and they are trying to save face. To come to your last point, I think that sets a very sad and interesting tone for next season because I think they're not going to trust each other. I don't think they're going to... And it's going to be interesting to watch. Really, really interesting to watch. It's oh. like... It's, it's a nice, like... Um, like shadow into the next into the next season or next episode. And I love it for the drama. It's an ace. Mm. Um, especially when I'm a Red Bull hater as well. Um, I fucking love it when it's negative and they're on the downer. Um, but yeah, it's it is what it is. Max went into the distance, doesn't give a fuck, he showed his true colours. We could say that till the cows come home. But he's 15 wins this season, puts him third all time, most successful season. Um, is that, I mean, is he a true champion this season? Yeah. Would you say he's a true champion? Oh, 
he's been a class above everybody this year. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what happens next year and if others can catch up. Um, anything more to say on that? No. Is it dick? I think we've done it. I think we've done that to the death. Yeah, I, I do. I, I agree. Next year is going to be. If I was Sergio Perez in his camp, I don't think I'd. Oh, I didn't hear that radio message. I didn't that. And like you say, that sets the tone for a team that's going to be infighting. Yeah. So are they they're going to have the quickest car next year. Not no shadow mm. doubt. Merck aren't going to catch up that much. Ferrari aren't going to catch up that much. They'll lose the championship themselves next year. Yeah, and I think we're going to do another separate episode about predictions and what we are next year. Yep. And I'm, I'm going to say it right now. I will piss my pants, not shit my pants, piss my pants, if they collide and crash out together next season. Oh, I would fucking yeah. love it. There you go. All right, Keegan, calm down. Kevin Keegan's <laughs> in the house. I will love it. They'll go one two next year now. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Goodbye, Sebvel. Danker Seb. He looked exhausted at the end uh, because I think every single person in Abu Dhabi and F1 wanted a picture, wanted a conversation. He was the driver of the day. I can't tell you how many montages I've seen, how many pictures of a meal I've seen. And he even went for a run. Um, before, yeah, he did, yeah, on, on the yeah. weekend. So, um, what do you will he be back? Will he come back? That's what I've been dying to ask you guys. Will he come back, or do you no. think this is it? This is it, he won't come back, really. Not driving anywhere. If, if he has anything at all to do with it, it'll be in the back room, really. It, yeah, yeah, because Seb is built differently to every other driver on that grid. Whereas Alonso retired and then come back, you know. Don't think I an mean, Audi, an Audi team with a lot of money, no, come. no, because his his goals have changed. He's always been a family man. He's always been private. We've said this plenty of times. Mm. He's not interested in the money. He's had a great career, and I honestly think he will take a step back now. He'll, we'll probably see him drive in as a guest in a series somewhere, but mm. as Formula One goes, I think he's done. Done driving. He'll probably be back on the grid, like James said, in the background, probably promoting, I don't know, biofuel or something, but I don't think we'll ever see him in a Formula One car driving again. Yeah. Probably, probably a little bit like Jensen Button, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll show up in like the Austin GP or something like that. Um, but yeah I, yeah, I don't think we'll see him drive again. No. There'll be more think- guest spots. I mean, the way I watched, I watched it on Sky Sports in the UK, and it was literally every other like theme. Like they'd talk about something, and then they'd be back to Seb. They'd talk about something else, then they'd talk to Seb's dad. Then they'd maybe touch on something else. Then it was back on a montage about Seb. But he like, deserves it. it. He de- I think he deserves it because I think honestly. He took that mantle that Michael Schumacher and Ayrton Senna had and prestigious drivers and boom. And he's one of them because love him or hate yeah. him when he was at Red Bull, yeah. he was yeah. a class act. And I think as he's matured, 
he's got a more likable person and he deserved everything that weekend was about, definitely. True. I I remember um, I hated him. Hmm. Not on the yeah, level of Verstappen, but I hated him. I hated him as much as Verstappen. And now I I just, it feels strange. Like, have I matured? Have I grown up slightly? The way that Charlie, I am now. When, when, she, when I was putting this background up, which is Seba Abu Dhabi, and Charlie went, oh, what's the background? And I told her, she went, oh, you're, you're like Sebastian Vettel now. And I said, well, when you think about it, he's done a lot, mm. especially in the last two seasons as well. The way the way he spoke about the incident with Hamilton just shows what a man he is. Like, in that he race apologized. where... Yeah, well, he just said it, it could have gone two ways. It could have... I was angry, I was out of line, and me and, like, Lewis obviously knew each other, and he said, that actually made our friendship stronger. And to see yeah. them two best mates now when that happened... Yeah. You know, yeah, it that, shows yeah. what type of person he is. Yeah, that's yeah. a good good point, actually. Yeah. But, but even his speech after the race, you know, when it was Jensen Button wanted doing the interviews, the post-race interviews with, you know, the, the top three, and obviously mm. Seb was there as well, and they had a quick chat with Seb. And and even his, his interview was, he was so fucking humble. It was unreal. Mm. It was just like, oh, you know, maybe driving around in circles isn't for everyone, and it's not the most entertaining thing. But if we get the opportunity to, like, you know, get our message out there, doing it and stuff like that, then that's great. Mm. You won't you won't say, you know, I'm the four-time champion, blah, 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 yeah. and all this kind of stuff. It was just that's like, true. you know, my, my, my time's, this is my time. I'm, I'm happy. You know, I think we can do this, that, and the other. Mm. And it, was, it was almost like Rocky IV, you know, you know, after he's mm. just like beating up Dolph Lundgren and he's, He's talking to all the Russians, going, hey, no, we should all be at peace. It's, it's just peaceful, man. And all that kind of stuff. It was like that, apart from you could actually understand everything that he said. Yeah. And, yeah. and what on, on a flip note of that, I also think what Hamilton did and the fact that every single driver on the grid turned up shows you how much... Seb was like the leader of the Drivers' Association. He, You know, he was big at the front of safety and the halo. And I think the fact that they got all them drivers together, even Max, Alonso, Ocon, mm. and the, I mean, Lewis paid, but then he probably is the most, the highest paid driver out of a lot of them. Mm. Um, but the fact that they all turned up and then they've had a couple of nights out as well, just shows mm. you that actually Vettel is so, he's worth it because, I think he's a totally different Seb to that arrogant little prick when he was first at Red Bull. Yeah. You know what? Again, I, very true. Very true. He, he kind of reminds me of Nicky Lauda. Yeah. Yeah, he does. You know, That's a great show. Kind of when it came to the health and safety and stuff like that, saying, you know, you've got to be looking out for the well-being of the drivers back then, mm. you know, when he was racing the likes of James Hunt and everything. Mm. But And you, would, you could see yeah. Seb... Doing what Nicky did and said, Well, I'm not racing in that ring because Formula One means everything to him, but not at the cost of his life because he's got more than Formula One. And like I say, people mm. respect Nicky for that. And Nicky was, you know, an outspoken voice. I think Seb is like that is a really good shout. Seb is very much Nicky Lauder figure that loved in the paddock, 
but he puts the drivers first and is all about the safety and entertainment of the sport. Yeah, so going to miss, miss him. Down, I think he'll go down as a, a definitely one of the pillars of the 21st century F1. Definitely. Mm. Right, enough of him. Ricardo, finally know where that son of a bitch is going. Uh, and he's not going to work for the McLaren marketing team. He's going to work for the Red Bull marketing team instead as a third driver. Yep. Our feelings, thoughts on that. Uh, Mark. Red yeah, Bull exactly. Just, Big sign straight away. Red Bull have just put in their insurance policy for next season when Perez and Verstappen crash. That's that's my honest gut feeling. Wow. They've thought, because if Perez steps out of line, sack him, Daniel straight in the car because the new will tow the line. It's pretty much yeah. what I would as well. Um, but more that kind of, they've brought him in as the mediator. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Just just that guy that yeah. will get in between Max and Perez. Yeah. They're both competitive. They're, they're both better drivers than Ricardo, I have to say. Um, particularly, you know. But, yeah, if, if things start getting a bit fiery off the track between them, he's, he's just got that attitude and personality where he'll just, he'll, he'll cool them off. I mean, he's, he's, he's squeaky clean, isn't he? Um, he'll definitely um, show Red Bull in a really good light. He's lovable. He's a big, big advert of F1. Um, and after, so, after the season he's had, struggling, his stock's never been lower. So if Perez was to stick it to Max and Red Bull, and Red Bull said, right, bye-bye, Sergio, Daniel would step in and not be ruthless and fight. He'd probably say, look, mm. hey, I'm getting a chance in a top car here. I will just play the teammate what Red Bull need and yeah. build that confidence back up. And mm. I don't blame Daniel Ricciardo for that at mm. all. He's actually yeah, doing himself really well. I don't know. Um... <laughs> I'm a bit sick of it, to be honest, but you already know that. And if you listen to previous episodes, you'll know my feelings exactly. Um, you know, is it because he's drove a McLaren and you hate McLaren that much? Even no, though just, you're wearing McLaren orange? I know, I thought that straight away. What a fucking idiot. But anyway, he's, for me, the thing that pisses me off is he's supposed to be a good driver, but he's been at McLaren for how long now? And he's, okay, he's had moments when he's shown how good he is. But then look at the other moments. Jesus Christ. I think he's had more worse moments than he's had good moments. And you can't you can't keep saying, and this is what pisses me off, you can't keep saying, oh, it's the car. Oh, the car. I just don't get the car. I don't understand the car. It's like... Uh, I think I when think... you think about good moments for him, the only one that anyone can ever think of is that race at Monaco where he just limped all the way and and mm. kept kept pull. That's the only real big thing I can ever think of. He won Monza at McLaren, he's got podiums at McLaren. I do think that I, I do I disagree. I still think that Daniel Ricciardo is a bloody good driver. And I think that he's he's been harshly treated by McLaren 
and possibly oh, yeah. land. Uh, I think that he's better than what he's shown us. Don't get me wrong, he's had some really frustrating races like last week with a move on Magnussen. I just think this is you don't become a bad driver overnight, and I do defend Daniel Ricciardo in the sense that I just think the car don't suit him. It's like you know we mm. all have our cars. If we if we jumped into a car that we really didn't suit, it'd show up, and at two hundred mm. mile an hour, it shows up a hell of a lot more than us on the road. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do sympathise with him when the mental side to it all. Like he's been, but he's really... been battered. He's been, he's, that was one of the big drama storylines, this piastri and the way he's been treated. Like, again, if that was any of us in our jobs, like, and it's out there in the open to millions of people getting absolutely hung. That, and he's a nice guy. And I, I bet something like that to him will really affect him. And, he touched on it. He did say he needs time out, he needs to rest, he needs to rest mentally. And I can understand, I can sympathise in that Did way, you? but if it is, I don't know, it just you know- frustrates me. Sky Sports, every F, oh, Danny, Danny Ricardo, dis- disappointment, disappointment. Dis- oh, it's just frustrating. Don't, don't you think? The Drive to Survive series has also probably mentally absolutely knocked him. That they, they made it Lando v Daniel. Lando, yeah. They don't get on. They're clashing. Like the little comments, snarly comments. That must... Daniel didn't do bad at Renault. He, you know what I mean? He, he didn't mm. hit the heights that he did at uh, Red Bull, but the Renault car was shite. Mm. And I, I do think that he's been... Like you've just said... Red uh, Sky Sports bash him. Drive to Survive bashed him. Oh, mm. Daniel ain't doing this. It's a lot of pressure mentally on mm. him. He's True. going to a shell. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Good. That's good. That's it. Yeah. I think that's it exactly. So leave Daniel alone. Oh. <laughs> Moving on. We say goodbye to Latifi and Mick, and Mick Schumacher. Yeah. Any, again, thoughts, guys? I'm glad to see the back of them, guys. Um, I think Mick will come back. Uh, I'm going to say, um, I'm a little bit for Mick, but I, it'll be back. But I think, is Mick uh, going to potentially be a Mercedes third yeah. driver, maybe? Rumors. There's talk of that, rumours. Did, so we'll did you see him get told off by um, for, donuts. for doing donuts? Like, come on. I don't know. I, I, we don't, I don't know. But there's a rumor that was he doing donuts in the wrong area? That's why he got told off. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. I had somebody. It was a video, YouTube videos I was watching, and they literally just had like just one line: "Was he doing it in the wrong place?" Maybe, maybe Gunther was just like, "What the fuck are you doing, you stupid motherfucker? Get off now!" <laughs> You know, you know, you know, when you you're prying around at the play area, and your fucking dad just comes and grabs you by your fucking neck and's like, "Get here, <laughs> we're going." I've told you five times already. You're not playing next year now. That's yeah. very naughty, that Mick. He's like, "Well, what are you gonna fucking do?" <laughs> I mean, Beth does that with me on the playground now. So, oh, anyway. all the time, yeah, because you are the naughty child. Uh, Logan Sergeant at Williams. Yeah, welcome. 
Um, interesting to see what he does. Um, Hulkenberg back in Haas, yeah. and that completes the teams for next year. Um, we'll yeah. get into that on another another podcast. Um, but yeah, it's looking to be a good good season. Yeah. Um, qualifying. Should we start that, or should we take a break? Let's take a break and we'll do qualifying in the race after. And Beautiful. Our most favourite thing prediction. Beautiful. Let's um, do that then. Do you want to take a quick advert, Tony? Because Andy really enjoyed your advert last week. So I think you should do another <laughs> advert now. You've got time. I mean, it's never got back to me. So I haven't had to sit down and professionally record one. Mate, um, you're that professional. You've got two minutes 40 now. I reckon you can knock one out of the park and Andy will go, I need him to do the advert. No, no, because I'm going to give you a product. product. This pen. I want you to sell this pen in an advert. <laughs> no, two no, minutes 30. Go. It's oh. in the Wolf of Wall Street. Whatever effort I put in, it'll still get that other guy who I've never heard, never seen in my life to come on and... Mate, you're wasting val- valuable audition time. It's an interview. It's a job interview. Mate, sell this pen in your if, American if, voice. If, go. If, if Andy wants me, he knows where I am. He has my number. He has my contact details. He knows my manager. Andy, this is why you don't want him. He's a fucking diva. I've, I've got demands. it. You know what? We'll just take these two minutes just to say thank you, Andy, for everything that you do on this podcast. You, you, you're fantastic editing... I love your little messages at the start. Anybody, Cookie Cast, all podcast outlets, YouTube. There's lots of other different things. There's NFL, and there's football, beer, um, wrestling, beer, wrestling, and his general life chat. There's lots. Yeah, the, dark. the darkest, dark, darkest timeline. Darkest timeline. Where he's going to moan about a diva presenter on another podcast of his. It's good listening. Shit, you better not moan about me on them. Oh, he does all the whole, time. All podcasts just on Tony. Yeah, all the time, mate. All his rants are about you. How much he's going to do because of you. If you put Santa Claus in an F1 car, he'd hate that bastard as well. <laughs> and on that bombshell, we'll take a break there. See you in a bit. <laughs> Welcome back to part two of Straight to the Apex with me, your host, T-Doc, and Mark. Hello. And James. Hi. Nice sniff. Like it. Sold it. Really sold it there. James is under the weather, as you can tell, with his deep nasally voice. Have you tried these cold and flu tablets? <laughs> you should do. Again, hit me up. Hit me up if you want to do a. If you want me to do any voiceovers, any acting, hit me up. I'll do it. Got man flu. Man up. There's your advert. That's Mate, it. Hit Jim, me up, Tony. You act every week. That's what I mean. You you That's act I mean. like an F one fan. I know. So. Hit me up. Hit me up. Straight to the apex. Tony, management team, Beth, my wife. 
Um, also my guardian. Um, anyway, qualifying. Yep. Same shit, different race. Pretty yep. much. Yeah. yeah. Not much, I will say. The, the only thing I've really got is really with Red Bull. There was a couple times where it looked like there was pretty much at a complete standstill on the track. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like they were deliberately trying to slow people down. I mean, Seb, Seb even made the comment, didn't he? He said, yeah. every time it's these people, he went, it's a tenth of a second every lap on this corner. Yeah. yeah. And it was both of them. They were at it on that last corner, slowing everyone down, yeah. Because the, the, they know on that corner, that's where you're really flying through it. So you've got some speed before you hit that line for your, your, your fast lap. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, Q1, usual suspects. Antifi, Albon, Bottas, Gasly, Magnussen. Between P6 Vettel and P18 Bottas, there was 0.3 seconds, three tenths between wow. that many. That was interesting. Mm. Q2, uh, Zhao, oh, I've done it again. Joe, Joe. Guan Yu. It's only 25 episodes in, Tony. You know. Full season to do this, Go on. Go on. Joe, Guan Yu. Go on. Go on. Hit me. Go on. I mean, we'd like to. (laughs) Yeah, we would like to. Keep it going. Last week. Keep it going. Are we finished? Yeah. Joe, Stroll, Schumacher, Yuki, and Alonso. Q3. Um, would you know it? Ricardo, 10th. Vettel, 9th. Ocon, 8th. Norris, 7th. Russell, 6th. Hamilton, 5th. Sainz, 4th. Leclerc, 3rd. Perez, 2nd. Max, 1st. Beautiful. And, I, and it really got my OCD... So, so good with Red Bull 1-2 and then second row Ferrari and then third row Mercedes. Like, oh. It was that kind of, wasn't it? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. beautiful. Only there's second 1-2 in the hybrid era for Red Bull. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Despite how dominant they are. Mm, Have been. Anyway, the race. I've got three points for the qualifying. Just quickly. unless you've got any more points for qualifying. I've got. Really? I literally made three notes for qualifying. Three played three place grid penalty for Ricardo after the crash with Magnussen at Brazil. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Vettel was absolutely class because I think in Q two it was like sixth. It was putting some right stonkers of laps in, like say. Stonking laps, um, get Stonking. kept getting held up by the Red Bull, and then my only other note was Hamilton's brake troubles. That apparently all season, the brakes temperatures across the front brakes has been splitting, so they're getting different temperatures at different sides. And when that happens, the car obviously pulls to a side that's cold mm-hmm. there, and that's been happening all year due to the design of the car, and also the bouncing was back. Oh, God. Yeah, we haven't talked about that in a long time, have we, the old pop? Yeah, Hamilton said he's back with a vengeance this weekend. 
I've got it in my notes. I think when I was going to mention it in the race, but it's quite a good point to mention it now. I think Mercedes fans, us Mercedes fans, got a bit of a reality check um, this race. I think we all got a bit carried away. And I think... Not all of us. Not all of us, sunshine. Okay. I think this 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 car, it's good to see the back of it. Lewis is happy to see the back of it as well. I think it's a bit of a write-off for a season for, for Mercedes. Yep. What do you guys think? Mark, yeah. if you would like to go first. Uh, no, James can go first. Oh, James, you go first. Got it. Yeah, I've, I've 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 got to agree. I mean, it's it's apart from its reliability, it has been so inconsistent this season. It's been a joke. As in, there'll be races where you're watching it and you're like, you know what, it's never going to get anywhere. And then the next week, it does really well, and you think, wow, that they've sussed it. They've got it. They've only got to make another little tweak, and then and then. Turns to shit again the week after, and then they fix that, and then it something else, and then yeah, they fix it, that, and then it, it goes back to something else again. Last week they had a really good race, they finished in a really good place. You know, Mercedes one two and everything. Mm-hmm. FP one um, this week it was like Lewis is the fastest on the track. So it was like wow, we we it, it could really be something here. Maybe Lewis could get his win. And then, you know, P2 and P3 happens, and it's like, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, it's a kind of glad to see the back of it. I, I, I would imagine about halfway through the season, Mercedes was like, right, you know what, let's just use the rest of this season just for trial and error mm-hmm. and prepare for next year. Yeah, I think they brought, they got the upgrades, didn't they? And we got a bit better. Got a bit better, but then you could argue with Ferrari coming off the boil, where they're kind of saving themselves for this race. Yeah. Like, were they? Week they was they were good. Which were you alluded to? Maybe a two last podcast, maybe the podcast before that. Um, yeah, it was sad. It was a sad day for a Mercedes fan. Russell, suddenly the best thing since. Garlic bread. Where was it today? Woody was Woody was back in the fucking barn. Um, yeah. Anyway, let, anything else to anything else to say on qualifying before we move on? No? So, no, Mark. Do you want to chip in in Mercedes season and this I, race? I hope that they actually work out that the zero. Side pods idea just hasn't worked because it's made the car possibly too narrow and too susceptible to wind. It's not fast enough in a straight line. It's not, I mean, like I say, it's reliable apart from this weekend. But I think that was due to going over the sausage curb and launching. Um, it's yes, it's good on the tires because it's not fast. They need to literally start again. And unfortunately, I think the reality is. The way Formula One is, it's not going to be a massive load better next year. No, it, it won't be till the new regs come out. I think Red Bull's going to dominate next year again. 
Um, unless Probably. Mercedes, unless Mercedes copy the Red Bull and they, you know, they then all oh, they've come up with a completely decent concept. Toto keeps saying that they've understood the car now. They know where they went wrong. Let's see what they can do. I hope they've co- they come back, but let's see what they can do. That's, uh, that's all I've got yeah. in Well, Ferrari yeah. will still fuck it up with Plan Z. So don't matter what they design next year. <laughs> really don't want to listen to that, but well, I'm going to take it with a pinch of salt. Move on to the race. Hamilton passes Sainz at the start. And Norris somehow passed Russell. However, Sainz then sent it up the inside. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Who's, whose fault is that, that? Hamilton had to then come off the track. It was exactly the same as last year. Very similar to last year. He went over the sausage cab, did a bit of a, what should we say, a wheelie, came back on track, then had to give it back. What's your thoughts on that? What, Who what would like to think? go first? What do Me. you think? You go first, yeah. You might be surprised at what I'm going to say here. Yeah. I think... It was George Russell's fault. It was George Russell's fault. <laughs> It's his fault every fucking time. And if it's not his, it's fucking Lando Norris. I think that it was racing. I think that is racing. I don't I don't really think... I mean, at the time, I was like... I went ballistic at science. Um, and then I kind of went back on myself and watched it again. I was like, mm, well, science fully sent it there. Like... I, Quality, if you're gonna do something like that, do it. Like that's racing. Hamilton had nowhere to go, he had to go off the track. But to, to, to conclude, I think that's racing. It's purest passing, making big moves, hard because science had him. I think Hamilton just bailed out, and unfortunately, when you bail out. There's a big fat sausage cab there, which is literally, don't know why it's there. It's Again, it's a bit like wacky races. It's just intended just to fuck you up. And and what happened, happened. What what do you guys think? I, I, I think race incident, science had the line. Um, obviously, the, the, the stewards didn't think anything of it. There was like no further action on signs forcing him mm. off. No further action on Hamilton coming off the track to gain advantage and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, only other thing I've got on that is, and I only remembered it when it happened, was the need to get rid of sausage curbs, I think. That was my next point. What is the fucking point in them? What well, is the it, fucking point? Is it for the drains? When it, I can't remember if it was an, um, an F2 or an F3 driver Hit the, he'd come off the track, hit the sausage curb. Yeah, I think I've seen this. In the air and just went over another driver. The bar- yeah. The- yes. Yes, I remember that. I remember it's the discouraged people cutting the corner, but they are dangerous. Yeah. They are very dangerous. Yeah. But this is F1. 
For fuck's sake. I know. I know. Speed, um, speed's not doing that. I'm... I, oh, my, opi- my opinion is... With a recent incident, don't think Hamilton did himself any favours clearing off into the distance like he did. I think if he'd have let Sands catch back up, they'd have just let it all go. But the fact that because he cut the corner, he, he had this massive gap to sign. Mm. I think he did mm. himself no favours, and that's why they made him give the place back. Mm, that's a good way of looking at it. I didn't yeah. think of that. Mm. I, I, I honestly think, think if we'd have slowed right down and let Sands get almost level or just behind him, they may have said, look, Sands, you've cut the corner. Hamilton had to go off. But because he'd gained like a second and a half or 1.8 seconds or whatever it was, I think he did himself. Yeah. And, you know, and, I, I, and I agree you know, with that, actually. I agree with that. Go on, Jim. No. Again, it's it's a replication of what happened last year. Yep. You know, Hamilton went off the track there. Um, he gained an advantage on Verstappen because then Red Bull and Horner started kicking off down the radio and they turned around and went, we're not doing anything about it because although he gained advantage, he then slowed down enough to close the gap mm-hmm. before yeah. again. Yeah. So maybe because of that absolute shit show that we had last year with Mikey. Um, <laughs> he did all that and then thought, I don't need to, I don't need to slow down. Yeah. I can just go because I was yeah. fine last year. Yeah. Uh, Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I, totally, I totally agree with you two. The sausage cabs are the absolute pits. Like, they're, they're dangerous. They don't deserve... No place in Formula One for them. Get rid of them and just penalise drivers for going off the racing off the track. Oh. Yes, I agree. I agree. I agree. Well, we've been over that in a previous episode. So if you haven't listened to the other episodes, Cookie Cast, all social media platforms, all YouTube outlets, all podcast outlets, get on it. Get on it. I just think the cars are a bit too delicate. There's too, There's so much technology packed into them and so much engineering, architecture. I just think them such cabs are just horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and Mark touched on it earlier, I think that's what led to Hamilton's problems. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it broke the car. Well, after lap 10, he started saying he was having engine issues then. Yeah. He, he did make a comment about 10 laps in, you know, my, my engine's going again. Yeah, and losing power. It was like lap 56 or something. That was it. He, he said, my, my shifts have gone. And he was stuck in seventh gear. Mm. And that was it. He was, yeah. he was First mechanical failure of 2022 for Mercedes. Yeah. Um, his winless season streak is, is, is over. Mm. His, his winning season streak is over, sorry. Damn you, George. Fucking George Russell there. Anyway. Ocon versus Vettel, lap eight. Interesting. The the old master showing us the last dance, basically, how, how it's done. Russell then pits, and it was a crap pit, and then he was released unsafely. 
um, into the path of Lando. And honest to God, I pissed myself laughing at this. He came on the radio and he went, I knew, his, you know, I knew he was going <laughs> to put written down. And in, his typic, in, his, in his typical voice, like, oh my God, I'm sorry, Lando. Sorry. Sorry. But it was his attitude of, oh, it's all right. Like, he couldn't get penalised. It was like, you're going to get penalised, mate. Yeah, Russell's gone, like, he's turned the dial a little bit now of, like, F1 maturity. Like, now he's won a race. The emotion is is turned up, like, a little notch. Like, because now, like, do you see him on the radio at the end of the race? Like, oh, I think think we need to change tyres here. Oh, oh, oh. It's like, like, shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) A five second penalty, like oh, in that case, we need we need to go long. If we've got a penalty, we need to go long before we change time. <laughs> just can't take it serious. one with you in, uh, in the field now, Jesus. <laughs> He's a don now. He's won a race. That's it. Oh, yeah. I, I, I a one. The chosen that. one. He is the chosen one. Fucking hell. <laughs> anyway, lap twenty-eight. Alonso retires. He also retires from Alpine as well. And he'll never see them again. He'll never have Ocon as a teammate again. And he takes his ass into an Aston Martin. Nice. Nice. How long have you had that for? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Um, Water leak, supposedly. Mm. Well, we've seen that too many times this season. It'll be interesting next season. Perez pits uh, lap 34. Mick and Latifi spin lap 39. That was cool, that. Uh, that was, it was beautifully like, like choreographed. Like watching Strictly come dancing. On- oh, I was going to say, nice, something like that. You just, you just needed like music from Swan Lake to be playing, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised Latifi got going again. Um, Good. But, yeah. Anyway... Perez then starts storming through the field. And then he went wide because it's Perez and Hamilton passed him. And then Perez passed him back. And then he started trying to catch up to Leclerc. But Ferrari got away with a... And I, for once, not many times this season, Ferrari got it right. Got the pit stop strategy right. Bang on, yeah. Well played Ferrari. Ferrari got it right and they got away and credit credit Leclerc didn't he didn't he didn't fuck it up himself. Nope. nope. Um yeah, and then straight after that, Hamilton. My heart just sank and slowly crushed, you know, a bit like Thanos, you know, and he just disappears into like fucking dust. So you mean like, like you just down? Sorry, what was that? What did you say? Sat down and then just yeah. He'd have got caught anyway. He he was he'd said to the team, didn't he? Don't, <laughs> Don't one stop one stop. Don't one stop me. <laughs> and guess what they did? Twenty <laughs> laps later. It's one stop. <laughs> yeah. I mean At least I was honest with him though. When 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 he's going, you should have stopped me and they went, if we'd have done that, you'd have been coming out P six and you might have been fighting for five, which meant you'll be fighting against Russell. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Again, I think I think the team, I think the team did a good job doing what they should do, seeing all the options and making making the right decision. Max smashed it, fifteenth victory, 
Um, world champion, perfect way to end the season. Um, any, any other any other thoughts on that? Led from the front, in our opinion, we've already touched on it. Didn't give a fuck about Perez, even though he did pitiful comments about hope he's doing all right and tire, whatever's yeah. He just ran into the distance, did what he did. Any any comments on that? No. Uh, smashed already, aren't we? Max first, Leclerc second, Perez third. Uh, Brazil didn't matter in the end because he was three points behind anyway, and he would have gained two in Brazil. But his head and his team are fucked, and it'll be interesting next season. Uh, Sainz fourth, Russell fifth, Lando Norris. The best of the rest. And he got the fastest lap as well. Um, Ocon, seven, Stroll, eight. Bad strategy. That cost Vettel, unfortunately. Ricardo, ninth. Vettel, tenth. He didn't get ninth. Cost the constructors a position. They lost 12 million. Mm, that stung a bit. Yuki, 11th. Joe 12th, Albon 13th, Gasly 14th, Bottas 15th, Schumacher 16th, Magnussen 17th, and Latifi retired on the final lap with an electrical electrical issue. Oh, the goat didn't even finish. He was fucking miles off. He was, honest to God, I remember watching the race thinking, where is he? Oh, he's last. He's at least 15 seconds behind the next person. And then it was like, oh, look again. He's one lap behind. Like, he's, um, I've got some big breaking news about Latifi. I what? know where he's going to next. No. Did he deliver you McDonald's earlier on from Uber Eats? No, he's, uh, he's coming to England no, and he's, he's coming not. to see Tony Rawson. Tony Rawson. I'll fucking, honestly. Latifi, if you're listening to this podcast or somebody that knows Latifi, get yourself down to Team Sport and call me. Team Sport, call me, call my manager. You know who that is. My wife, Beth, my guardian. We'll get the team down. We'll get it all sorted, all right? Second driver, Mark, he'll be there. Um, James James from the rear. James from the rear, he'll be there. Don't read into that too much. Um, Fucking red. Clear that, mate. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, James. That's just how it is. You know what hey, I mean? You can't. You're, yeah. the, you're, you're the third driver, unfortunately, on straight to the apex. But I mean, you're, you're the sexiest, aren't you? you? You look the best out of the whole podcast. So that fits. Even with cut, even you're the with poster Manflo, boy. Mate. Even you're with the, You're the poster boy. You're the poster boy. I am the racing athletic machine. And Mark's second best. Fucking hell, mate. Straight facts. You've beat me once, you prick. I mean... Twice. There was two races. Oh, sorry, two... But again, I will say that I nearly did... Was it something like 12 laps more than you? ridiculous. You did the most laps out of everybody, but that's... Unfortunately, you don't win. You don't win the competition doing that. You've got to be the fastest. 
So you could go around that track another 10 times. It would not have mattered because... Oh, I, do you know what? Next time we go karting, and we are going karting before we get restart the season in March, I am going to fucking wipe the floor with you and I will not shut up. Literally, uh, we're, uh, we're, it's on because I am sick of this shit and the record needs putting straight. I need to go back to the top because that smug little bastard in orange underneath me on my screen, I've, I'm sick of him. I've had enough of him. I'm going to put him back in his place, listeners and viewers, because he's doing my fucking treating. Look at it. Well, we'll... we'll... One day we might see that. I doubt oh, we will. We'll, we'll, we'll see. James will then beat you, and then you'll you be on the bottom. As the third driver, I'm being royally shot on by him just then. <laughs> I will take him out. Teammate. That I want James as my teammate. Red Bull teammate, teammate. right there. Yeah. I, I will go full on fucking Nicholas Latifi on him. Mate, you can be my wingman anytime. Well, well, we'll have to see. We'll have to see, won't we? We'll have to see. We'll have to pick a cat in place. Go. And Craven Park. It's done. Craven, Craven Park. Craven let's Park. let's get it. But let's let's do it. January. Let's let's do it. I think indoors. It's going to be cold. No, outdoors because the real drivers can drive in pouring rain or snow or ice. Let's see how good you are then, boy. Yeah. Okay. Watch it, very. There okay. you go. Okay. And enough enough of that. Enough of flexing the muscles. Um did anybody <laughs> spot the hidden messages? Yeah. At the end of the race. Oh, I thought it was clowns again. No, that clowns have been and gone. We can't go there again. Let's not go there again. Um, yeah, on the steering wheels. Ricardo got one and it was um him and the team on the steering wheel. And uh, Seb got one at the end. They they got told to put in a certain code on their on their steering wheel, and it popped up with a a picture. Oh, I didn't I didn't so see that. This. No, it, no. Was, it was Seb holding the the trophy. Right. Didn't see oh, that. Cool. No, I didn't see like, that. Yeah. yeah. Was, I thought that was that was cool. That was that so was cool. cool. Anyway. And that's about it. Any, anything else from the race? Can anybody can anybody give us anything? No, I think you covered everything. Yeah. Will Bonotto stay with Ferrari? Mm, don't know. Don't know. Might talk about that next time. Yeah. Um. So, oh, Max wait. has won the championship. Leclerc second. Perez third. Russell fourth. Sainz fifth. Hamilton sixth. Norris seventh. Ocon eighth. Alonso 9th, Bottas 10th, Ricardo 11th, Vettel, Magnussen, Gasly, Stroll, Schumacher, Sonoda, Joe Albon, Latifi, De Vries, and Hulkenberg. Um, Russell up 15 places from last year, new new season, new car. Um, no, up from 15, not up 15, up from 15. He got fourth this season. Um, Leclerc up from seventh to second. Interesting, interesting. Ricardo's dropped to eighth from 11th. Interesting. Constructors, Red Bull win. Ferrari second, Merck third. Alpine fourth. 
McLaren fifth down one from last year. Alpine up. Alpha sixth up from ninth last year. Best results since 2012. Aston Martin, Haas, Alpha Tari, and Williams. Alpha down in ninth. Bit disappointing. Bit disappointing. Anyway, anything else to add on the race or the weekend? No. Has yeah. to be pre- it has to be what the thing that everybody's been waiting for. Predictions. Take it away, James. Oh, so I'm not going to give any scores yet. I'm going to see if like a big reveal. So last week, I was a gimp and went Hamilton to win because I had, you know, high hopes. Uh, Russell in second and Perez in third because, again, I had high hopes and thought Max would be nice. Uh, Tony, you had Hamilton, Max and Perez. Again, probably thinking Max will do the right thing. Marky Poos had Max for the win. Leclerc in second and Perez in third because he had proper expectations and thought Verstappen will just be a dick. So that gave Mark full house, which is seven points. Me one point because I had Perez and Tony with one point because you also had Perez. Scores are very nervous here. I finished with 54 points. Does that well you won? You, you won. won. Round of applause. Well done. Well well done. I expect my little trophy in the post. No problem. How does it, how does it feel? <laughs> when you're not how, full how of it, gems. How does it feel? How does when it I'm feel? To win. win. Uh, give us, good. Give us, I, I know what I think out of a shoe. Yeah. Eventful season. Anyone to thank? Those two losers for, let, for beating us. <laughs> You've got a chance here, Jim. Yeah, no, no one to thank, really. I mean, it was going to sound really big headed here, but obviously, you know, I, I, I made the guess. Granted, there was a couple of times I did some fucking bold moves and stuff like that, but it's when I had comfy leads. Um, I can't even say I want to thank Beth because, let's face it, quite a lot of her predictions did some. You know, did some damage as well, closed that gap a little bit. Uh, I'd like to thank my mum, my dad, uh, my dog, my dog Walker, my little goldfish. Um, No, I don't know. No, no. No one to thank. I did it all me. Yay, me. And that fucking go. Anyway. Doghouse. Second place. There is literally one point in it. Oh, God. One point in it. Between no. taking the shoe off your foot and having to put a shoe in your mouth. I feel sick. I feel sick. I, I do. Feel sick. I'm going to do this like Dermot. No, oh, for fuck's sake. This could be the worst fucking person to do this. With 49 points. Coming second, 
We'll tell you after these short messages. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry for more? Cookie cast. <laughs> Very good. Very good. With 49 points. <sighs> the guy is cute. He's a decent guy. He's got a good heart. He comes to the podcast every week. Jesus Ten minutes. Christ. It's Tony. He's on yes. 49. Tony's on 49, leaving Mark with 48. I believe I'm on 49. No. Really? I was on 41 last week. Yep. And I got 3 2 1 plus the bonus point. Yeah. 41. 48. I don't want to have to teach you maths on a on a, a national podcast for everyone in the UK and across the globe to um actually hear. Oh, but man. um yeah, seven um, plus forty one. Is that I don't know if he's joking or not. I'm really not sure. Size forty eight shoe. Oh crap. I'm worried because you your job in your job is actually based on numbers, and I'm. I actually thought. <laughs> uh, Mark yeah. just lost accountancy. Are you are you joking, Matt? I'm being serious. Are you joking? Yeah, well, I was joking because I, I was trying no. to grab my way. Panicking then, I'm sat there. I'm like, oh fuck, have I missed? One off, and I'm like, I'm gonna have to go through my entire notebook, go through every single week's predictions and scores. But then, as soon as you went. I had 41 last week. I was like, oh, thank God for that. He's just been an idiot. I can't believe I still <laughs> lost and I, and I got it all um, right. Well, yeah. What we'll happened, Mark? Mark, what happened? Please tell me what happened. Uh, I don't know. I thought, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to thank my loving wife. For basically guessing and predicting nearly every single week. Well, then technically, Beth finished second, I finished third, and you finished last. I mean, you could stake a claim that she may be included next season, and I'm against her as well as everybody else. And that would be, I like that. That would be the ultimate, the ultimate jewel. I, I was just thinking next week, we next year, we also include wife's predictions oh, and whichever's oh, wife um, does the best out of their predictions gives one of us three the bonus point. I don't know. Yeah. We need to figure always, something out. There's a lot if you, you could do that. If you lose to your wife, then... Yeah. So, well, that's basically, you know, with my wife, I probably would. So when am I doing the show <laughs> Are we all getting together? Of course we are. Is it James's shoe with a beer in? I've got to drink. I mean, James was one, so he can. Yeah. And he's he's the marketing marketing guy. Oh. So he's the face of the podcast. So. So how about we do it in whoever comes first um, picks the shoe, and whoever second picks the drink. 
Oh, maybe not because it'll be Tony and he'll end up fucking picking you like look, a bloody. Got... No, no. It's um, a look. beer in a shoe. It's a beer in a shoe. We can't. I'm not drinking champagne or rum or. It's a beer in a shoe. Hey. I think we said that. So... I'm just thinking aftershock. No, God, no. Wellington, love Jägermeister. I was thinking brine from the perfect can of tuna. No. Oh, fuck me. Let's always be in a shoe. Of the fire. We'll talk about that next episode of when I... And we'll put a video on our socials. Well, again, thank you to everybody listening. Thank you for a great season. We're going to do a Christmas special, a season review. Who's underperformed, overperformed, more predictions. Um, but yeah, what a season. What a season. Any anything to add, guys? No, like I say, we're going to do some prediction, some season reviews in the next couple of weeks. So keep an eye out for them dropping in your uh, podcast boxes. Absolutely. Thank you, Cookie Cast. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, F1. We'll see you in 103 off. 105 days in Bahrain, but we'll see you before then. Can I just point one quick thing? Yep. Thanks to you two guys for helping me with this podcast. I think I've enjoyed myself. I hope you two guys have. Um, it's been yes. ace this season. Loved it. Thank you. So glad we decided to do it. Thank you to you two beautiful people. Thank you, Mark. Last night goes to you, Tony. See you guys soon. Merry Christmas. Um, see you on the other side. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Bye. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another one gone. Stick around for more Formula One news, race reviews, and other Formula One goodies coming down the pipe. Before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment, drop reviews, check out our website, thecookiecast.com, find our social media stuff and our email button so you can get in touch with us. Tell these guys how much you love their podcast. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode of CookieCast, please like, share and subscribe.